Hey everybody, what's going on? Mav here. This is Xbox Ultimate episode number 19. This is actually uh, an episode that means a lot to me because we have uh, some creators on here, some podcasters that uh, have been around for a while um, that have invited me onto their show. Uh, I've actually been on one of their podcasts three times. uh, And then I learned that this podcast has been going on for years. Uh, So I got a couple amazing guys here and plus another, you can call him an insider from the industry as well. Um, Also, we got my wonderful wife here, but I'm going to go around and do some introductions. We got some awesome topics as well uh, to talk about. Uh, We're going to keep it fun, uh, keep it lighthearted, keep it positive um, until these guys start talking. Then it's going to go down into a negative. Uh, No, I'm just kidding. Um, So we have amazing stuff. First, I'm going to introduce, you've seen him here before. Uh, three bit. Uh, hello, sir. How are you doing? Best day. I've been on a couple of shows today. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I might have actually good. forgot to turn. And <laughs> again, like I oh. said, I was going to say hello again. I'm sorry, guys. Oh, hello. <laughs> I was just saying I've been on a, a lot of different podcasts today, and uh, it's good to see you guys. Um, yeah, I'm glad to be back for the second second time. Second time. Awesome, man. Yeah. Uh, you've been a busy guy, dude. Uh, and yeah. we got also, uh, I was on his show last night. Uh, it was a fun time. We had some interesting discussions. We ended up talking about one topic for about an hour and 20 minutes. That went great. It was awesome. Uh, and he's been doing this for a long time. Uh, I was familiar with him even before I got into uh, podcasting because I followed him on Twitter. Uh, and everybody say hello to Xbot four four eight. Yeah. Well, first off, what's going on, everybody? Uh, it is really good to be on the Xbox Ultimate Podcast. What is going on, Mav? What is going on, his lovely wife as well? Very talented, by the way. We were talking, <laughs> you know, kind of like behind the scenes before we went live. Uh, yo, Mav, you put an incredible. An incredible panel together. Uh, it is good to see everybody in the chat. And yeah, you know, we did talk about something for over an hour, but there was there was branching off though. There was a lot of branching <laughs> off. Like I think we made yeah. like a full collage of opinions last night, man. But it was it was really good ha- to have you on. And again, like I warned you, man, I'm I'm a big talker. I talk a lot. So let, let's let's that's see why, you. That's why you're here, man. That's why you're here. See you, you control all that tonight <laughs> i'll put the i'll put the leash on i'll just hit that mute button again like i said without anybody knowing uh, Damn it. Yeah. then we got a guy who has invited me graciously onto his show three times i had to have him as one of our first guests uh this is the third week now that we actually have guests on the show 19th episode but only the third week with the panel uh and again another guy has been doing this for a long time uh one of the original xbox podcasters uh, I want to welcome everybody and say hello to ETK Blam, host of the Shop Podcast. What's up, man? What's going on, everybody, man? Your boy PTK Blam in the building. Shout out to you, Mav. You and your lovely wife as well for having me on the show today, man. So I'm um, just ready to dive into these topics. Appreciate everybody in the chat. You guys run up those likes for for Mav. We need to go ahead and run him up. Um, he puts on a great show. But once again, I appreciate you uh, hanging out, man. And uh, we here. Let's let's dive into the topics, man. I'm ready. And then last, but definitely not least, especially in my heart, is my lovely wife, Caitlin. Hello, baby. How are you doing? Hey, guys. What's up? Now she's going to be uh, keeping 
uh, Tabs in the chat uh, hanging out, and if she wants to chime in uh, randomly with whatever she has to say, then it's going to happen. So, all right, we're going to she, she have a mute button as well. Yeah, I, I don't dare. <laughs> That's a good question. I don't. He <laughs> better not mute me. I, I I could try, but I will be muted in the house probably for about a week <laughs> if I yeah. if I do that. So let's not let's not even mention that possibility. If it happens, babe, I swear it's on accident. I swear. <laughs> All right, so we're going to go in how we start this show every week with the fun speculation of the week, where we like to dive into a interesting topic to say, hey, what if, what's possible, uh, what might be, what could be, and this week it's going to be Halo. Uh, there has been rumors of spinoff franchises with with all the infinite rumors out there with the plan of Halo Infinite and what they are planning to do with this whole 10-year scenario with Halo Infinite. There was also rumors of multiple spinoffs possibly in, in development or in the works of uh, coming up with ideas for that. So we've already seen Halo Wars. It's a, it's a favorite franchise of mine, actually. But I want to go around the panel and think about what other um, Halo spinoffs could we possibly see from the franchise over in this next generation. Uh, there was two games that they said that was going to be part of this plan. So um, let's start with three bit. What do you think, man? You think uh, what? What would you like to see from Halo going forward? Uh, what do you think they may be working on? I, I think uh, because the formula is ready there for Halo Wars three. Was it three? Yeah, three now. Uh, that makes sense to have a, a third game, especially as it's it's a very solid. Uh, um game for its genre i think that game is it's very hard to do for with controllers and i think they found a way <laughs> to um really make it unique and, and uh make it fun um for controller users and, and people who are interested in that genre with that being said i think the second game if there is a second game something like an odst spinoff makes sense to me mm-hmm. um where uh maybe ODST 2 or even something just a smaller game that's not necessarily focused on the Master Chief. I think they really want to save uh Master Chief for like the main Halo and then maybe introduce something else uh for like the spin-off games. I I remember seeing a rumor about it a long time ago. Um and I I think that makes sense to me. Um and especially because they're they're able to to do a lot with the uh, they just created a brand new engine uh, the uh, the uh, slip space thank you <laughs> the slip space <laughs> engine and um and I could see them um building upon that for the spinoff games as well so yeah those, those are the two possibilities in my brain for for uh, what could possibly be ODST is actually one of my favorite Halo games because it's such a different experience. Than the other uh, games, you kind of go in and it feels you feel more more vulnerable, right? Uh, it's like this crap. darker setting, you know. It's kind of eerie, you know. It's kind of quiet in the streets and stuff. Uh, the 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 mood that the music sets and stuff. Um, I loved that Halo because it was so different, it was but it different. was still the same. If that makes sense. So I'm a hundred percent with you there, man. Uh, what do you what do you think, PTK? I'm listen. I'm I'm right up eight, you know, three bits alley. I'm because I mean that makes sense. I mean, if you look at the engine, look at the story. The, the thing about Halo is that people don't realize Halo is a gigantic universe. Like if you read the books, 
Like, there's a lot going on. And it's as big as Star Wars, I would argue, as far as the amount of people, worlds that are a part of that, you know, story. It's not just Chief. I know Chief is a mascot, but if you really do some diving in and go watch YouTube videos on the lore behind Halo, it's a lot going on. So they can go a lot of directions. But I think another Halo Wars makes sense. Like you said, that's one of, like you said, the one of the premier games in that particular genre for a console. Um, that, you know, games like Gears Tactics with those two in particular for Xbox. So that makes sense. ODST 2 or some, you know, side game that makes sense as well, too. We actually talked about this on the shop podcast like maybe a month ago. Um, we just kind of brought it up pre-show that that was something that would be really cool to see. Because I agree with you, Mav. That game was you, the, the vulnerability you felt. It, it was the game they brought back the, the good pistol, too. Remember, they didn't have a good pistol until they brought that game back as well, that we were using the, the BS between Halo 1 and, and that game, the, the pistol. I don't know what they did to it, but they brought back the good pistol. You got to see Buck and just everything going on with their story and all these side characters. So that that makes sense. And then, like you said, with the Slip Space Engine and Halo Infinite, I, when I think Halo Infinite and just the name Infinite to me, that that means, first thing it means is open world. The second thing it means is there's a lot of different possibilities for this particular game. So, I mean, who knows? I mean, it's a, you know, $500 million game, you know, budget, movie type budget. So I just, I just want to see more from them, but I would agree with three bit though, a, a ODST, some side story, as well as another um, Halo Wars makes sense in my opinion. Yeah. The two games that I love. And another thing about Halo three ODST is that was the first uh, iteration of firefight. Yes, you're right. Which, which you're became right. a yeah. huge part of the right. franchise going forward, right? Yep. So, you know, they could expand upon that in a, some mm-hmm. interesting ways, possible. Uh, mm-hmm. All right, Xbox, your turn, yes, man. Let's, I know you got a lot to say about this. <laughs> oh, my goodness. First off, I, I, I like where you guys were going, and I am going to go in a completely different direction. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> Give us knowing, some, something else. Not knowing surprised. that. Knowing that they want to flesh out kind of like the Halo universe to, to the masses and stuff, uh, we, we saw with Halo 5, if you look into the story, if you watch like the marketing and you listen to uh, you know what was going on with their, their kind of like episodic marketing and stuff, you will find out that Oni, Oni, which is kind of like the CIA of the Halo universe, mm-hmm. is, they're not really a, a, a stand-up corporation they do some really dark things stuff like that so yep. i'm like, thinking like more... steal kids stuff like that more in terms of a spinoff why not focus on own oni and have a darker story uh may, you know kind of like uh you know character in the shadows you know what oni is doing to to progress like oni's agenda while all this other stuff is going on while master chief master chief is trying to save the world from Atriox and his army. You know, Oni has their own kind of like specific purposes, things that they're doing, uh, you know, kind of like uh, in, the, in the shadows. So have kind of like one, you know, whether it's like semi-stealth, something like that, but, you know, being an Oni agent and, and trying to progress Oni's agenda while all this stuff is going on, I think that would be a really, really good spinoff. And... And, and, and Mav, I love this question because you made me think, and I wanted to think about something completely different. Now, Atriox and his army, the Banished, they are a very close-knit, dedicated group, and they, they strictly follow Atriox. Now, if in this story, somehow, some way, um, 
there was a rebellious group within Atriox's army that, you know, they're, they're trying to foil things behind the scenes on what he's trying to accomplish, whether like they either, they either kind of like work out a deal with UN, uh, UNSC or, or something like that. But, you know, kind of like, kind of like those spies behind enemy lines type situation. Uh, you know, in, and, and with that scenario, you can kind of like, it's a group of, of, mixture of alien races so you have the grunts you have elites you even have you know a couple brutes or something like that and and have a story where they are behind enemy lines and and they're they're kind of like in that spy format but they're also you know there to like screw things up for the atriox army and having a story arc of of that group uh, um, that that is within the banished. I think that would be an awesome spinoff as well, bro. Yeah, dude. Oh, and if I could I'm add to that, down. Um, yeah, I didn't think about that. <laughs> I, I think it, to add to your point, I think um, whoever wrote Hunt the Truth needs to yes. do that. Oh, that was amazing. That, that was, was little... the best thing I've ever listened <laughs> to. Amazing. Yeah. That's where you really found out the... that Oni was still shady to this day. Like there was yeah. still up to yeah. stuff like yeah and i would love to see that yo bring bring kind of like that darkness little little more realism like and i and i know what halo infinite they kind of they tried to you know graphically kind of hone back to uh the original halo um i i, I you can tell in the art style that that's what they even were doing a color palette even a color yes. palette they use yeah yeah but like to, to get like get like darker almost dirtier grimier you know what i'm saying have have a character in the shadows have a story that is kind of laced in the shadows kind of like going around the border of what's going on and how everybody is trying to push the banished off but have oni off doing their own thing with their own agenda and trying to you know propagate that i i think that would be a really cool story yo 343 come on guys uh <laughs> yo you you got my email, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I got a Microsoft account. Come talk to me. <laughs> hey, and if you guys don't know what hunt the hunt, the truth is, um, that three bit was talking about. It is a, it is a uh, podcast um, that was part of a marketing strategy for them before halo five came out. And mm-hmm. it went on for, I don't remember how many episodes there was, I remember that. So but good. each so episode good. was long and it was juicy and it had this ongoing narrative. It, it, if you actually had that written down in like novel form, it's one of the best like uh, pieces of lore that exists in Halo. Uh, it, it's gripping. I, I suggest everybody go watch that. If you're a Halo fan, if you have, even if you're not, even if you just like a good like mystery story, mm-hmm. um, it, it's just a great listen. Uh, you and it, you can go from episode one all the way through, and you can get hooked on that. Um, Dude, to such me, a great to me terms of lore it's right up there with um halo 4 and the story of the librarian like when the master chief meets the librarian and stuff that is one of my absolute favorite parts of halo to see the librarian and what she did with speeding up kind of like his evolutionary process and her talking about you know the didact and 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 the forerunners and what they were doing and all that stuff uh it's right up there with that man yeah that's that's it gives you feels man that's the one thing Halo has always sort of the 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 sort of negative for Halo for me is the fact that they have these amazing stories that they don't tell in their games. 
that uh, they they tell in their story and in their novels and in other side stuff. And I think the Halo Five was a step in sort of the right direction, even though I didn't really like the story where they finally introduced the blue team, and um, but they did it in a way where where people were like, "Who who is this?" You know. So I think, um, the, for the spinoff games and for Halo Infinite, it seems like it's it's going in a direction where I kind of like. Um, Hopefully we get more of that lore um, mm. that makes Halo what it is, yeah. and also um, you know try different things. ODST was is like a perfect example of where they could possibly go, like a side side game. Um, Oni, <laughs> show that corruption, show show um, what Halo is capable of, because I think wouldn't, people have this image of what Halo is. But wouldn't it, it be cool if? They made a game. You know how every all the all the stuff that transpired in the, in, in the mainline Halos were cheese. If they made some type of game where you Oni, whoever the case may be, showed up after all of that stuff transpired, like each step along the way with Chief, they they pulled up after and they were doing things after after he went in and made. Love them. that. That would be really cool. Like go up. They just followed him to each one of his situations, and afterwards they made changes and did different. That would be really cool too to see. How they went in and made change. I just, off the top of my head, I was just thinking about that. But that was that was going along with what Xbox said about just owning and what the possibilities of the lore. But I agree with you. I think lore is a huge deal for me. I'm I'm a Destiny player as well. That's the only thing that really kept me into Destiny when there wasn't much to do in the game. It was the lore. I used to watch the video. So if you can get people into the lore, and like I said earlier, I think Halo's lore, the universe rivals. A universe as big as Star Wars, in my opinion, mm-hmm. with the I amount agree. of characters and stuff going on. So I, I you're 100 percent with that three bit for sure. Yeah, thanks, man. So I'm gonna go ahead and take my turn right now with this. Um, so Halo Wars three is a must for me. First off, um, that especially with Halo Wars two, they expanded upon the story in a really good way. Uh, filled in the gaps that are leading us into Halo Infinite. Um, introduced new characters, introduced uh, a whole new army to worry about. Not, not, not even just one character. Um, it expanded upon the lore. It brought back the flood. Ooh. So mm-hmm. there is a lot going on with Halo Wars, not just with it being a solid RTS game, which it is. Um, it gets overlooked sometimes because it's an RTS on console, but. They nailed the controls with that. I, I think that games like this sometimes get overlooked. I, people that aren't into RTS or aren't used to playing those kind of games, that's what Game Pass is for, guys. <laughs> Try it out. You know, it's not going to cost you anything. Check it out. See if it's for you. At least maybe the story in between the missions might kind of hook you. If it doesn't, then hey, it didn't cost you anything. But if you're a Halo fan, it is, it is definitely worth uh, seeing if it's for you. You know what I mean? Um, but besides besides Halo Wars, uh, you have um, a, a thought that I've been having with with a possible game, and uh, this happened after the Bethesda acquisition. And I, I think some people know where I'm going with this because I've said this before, Uh-oh. and I've heard Uh-oh. other people say Uh-oh. this before. <laughs> okay, so we have ID Software. Oh, here we go. I knew yep. it. They knew it. make Doom, the other Space Marine, right? <laughs> So make Halo. Could you imagine take, making a fast-paced Halo shooter? You're you're a lone wolf, rogue Spartan 
that is off on his own. He is invading Covenant ships, taking out the Covenant. He's got an energy sword of his own, walking around. He's got the shotgun. He's got the assault rifle. And imagine the Doom mechanics, but those are your tools. Well, the, no, the no reload, the, the speed and strafing. Yeah. Just, the, this, this Spartan's got speed abilities, okay? He's got like a little boost and stuff. I, I don't know, just think outside the box with that. Put it in that dark, creepy aesthetic inside Covenant ships where it's just you and your, 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 your mission is to go in there and take out those ships and disable the, those guys. That's, that's a possibility I have. The, the other one I, I was thinking about was going back to an origin story for the Master Chief. We've mm. seen this in some of the uh, other lore. Uh, it was in one of the uh, m- movies that they had, um, where it actually... second cutscene in Halo 5. Yeah, they, so you see Halsey go and, you know, pick out the kid, you know, and then they bring him and they kind of show the training and stuff and all, and all that. I, I want to play that experience. Oh, yes. I, I want to play <laughs> that experience of growing as awesome. Master Chief um, I want to have him deal with the losses he dealt with, you know, as as a, as a young Spartan, young Spartan in training, you can say. Um, somehow bring that out um, in in a playable way. One glaring issue with that: we, we they're never going to tell us what he looks like. They did in the they well, did as a kid already. I mean, they described you know? him. I mean, you know, like, it, I mean, I if you've seen way. that as a kid, they show him. They show yeah. him oh, okay. his face and everything. Like he's already got an image as a as a kid. As yeah, an adult, I've seen that image when he was so, all beat up and stuff. Well, they show him as you know he's playing King of the Hill on the playground. You know oh, he's God, tossing God, other God. kids yeah. off. Fighting you know? the other kids. Yeah, um, okay. so really they show cool. quite a bit of him. I mean, in in the whole training in that whole movie, pretty much he's without yeah. a helmet, right? So it isn't until later, at towards the end, where he finally gets to put that helmet on, right? So. See, I- I would see that map. I would see that as like a, a, a really big kind of like single player story experience, kind of like that that third person view. Oh camera yeah, yeah, yeah. third shoulder. person. Yes. Yeah, yeah, like that. Yeah, I I could definitely see that. Yeah. And then they the go other- on training missions. They go on little missions to 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 train, and they have they have like uh um these out of the box like almost Hunger Game scenario type missions that they have to go do, right? And it's really interesting. I think it could make for for an interesting game. Yeah. Nice. And with yeah. that Doom one, with that Doom one, because you said Covenant ships and stuff like that, I do like that, but that would also be a perfect scenario for the Flood, because the Flood, they just try to flood you. You know what I'm saying? You would have all the little, you know, the little Flood, the spores kind of, kind yeah. of running at you. And then the bigger type enemies, you know, that I think that would also go really good with the the speed of kind of like the Doom mechanics and stuff. I think you're on to a couple of things. Here. What, what if there's a rogue Spartan that's so pissed off at Oni that he takes it back to them? What are they? Oh. What would they do in that situation? Right? Sheesh. I just think there's a lot of possibilities with wow. this with this uh, franchise that we could see uh, fleshed out. Um, that's the great thing about Halo. It's just got so much potential did you have Decide. anything you wanted to add with this babe or I... oh yeah no <laughs> I, I don't i love halo i don't ever play the um the story in games yeah she she likes a multiplayer 
I like multiplayer. I know you wanted to see Battle Royale, though. Yes, I do. That would be cool. Yeah, big Fortnite uh, fan. Were you gonna side say side Halos? For sure, can have can be third person. That is a good point. Like, I don't see any reason why not. In terms of the, if especially if it's a side Halo, they could take more chances with it. And also, I hope Halo Infinite. This is a side thing. I hope Halo Infinite has the flood, which I think it does. Based, I on hope the it does. Too. I would, I would hope where too. installation zero one or or whatever uh the ring is on with master chief is like a flood place so i think there's going to be flood in, in the infinite they could do here. a pure horror game with just the flood and like an odst on a ship right yep. i mean so many possibilities. there are so many <laughs> possibilities all right what's going on in the chat babe uh not much the indie gamer just dropped in hey indie. Indie. what's up man hey. bugley's having some difficulties <laughs> he's having some difficulties with let me try and scroll all the way back up <laughs> he wants to know if anyone knows how to download the Elder Scrolls online patch to play on my S- XSX anybody know how to do that uh, if uh, you go to manage games and uh, add-ons you can like check for up if there's okay, any updates yeah. listed there yeah yeah. So I-, I would try that first man uh, that's is it not let? I guess it's not letting them play. Well, that that reminds me when they came out with the One X, because then they had One X enhanced games, and I I literally had to go into uh my games library and check out the number, you know, go to manage game, and and there was like uh, I I forgot there was a little like three, it was like uh, either a two letter one number code or something like that that I was looking for uh-huh. to make sure I downloaded the the right version of that game or that they you know they up. They updated my library, and if they didn't, I had to uninstall that game and then reinstall it. So this way, uh, you know, uh, the server would recognize that I'm I'm installing it on a one X and put in the proper version. Yo, Blam, you remember that, man? Yeah, <laughs> <That> was- <laughs> I remember that. Uh, yeah, yeah. yeah. I see. We also, also got the NLG guys there. We got uh, Leonidas. We got Assassin Lupa. Um, let's see. I uh, see. Yeah, like you said, Cam was in here a little bit ago. Yeah, I saw I saw God's Geeks in here. Uh, so what's up, guys? I appreciate all of you being here. Uh, means a lot to me. All right, so we're gonna go ahead and move on to our uh, next topic. Um, that was a good one. I like that. That was fun. Um, I love talking about stuff like that because your mind just goes to lots of different places. Um, <laughs> all right, so this also involves Halo a little bit because it seems like Ooh. we are getting something that's pretty interesting now. I could see there would be a lot of people that aren't for this, and we'll go around and kind of get everybody's opinion on it. Um, so we have seen Kratos in Fortnite now, and uh, the rumor's been making the rounds, and it seems like it's pretty legit that this is going to happen, where there is going to be uh, Halo, uh, there's going to be Master Chief uh, in Fortnite making an appearance. Uh, it makes even more sense after we did see that the Kratos thing was real, and he's in there now. So... What are your guys' thoughts on this uh, with, you know, video game crossovers? You know, people being able on PlayStation getting to play as Master Chief, guys on Xbox playing as uh, Kratos, uh, video game crossovers. Is this something we need to see more of? How do you feel about Master Chief in Fortnite? Uh, we'll go around. I'll start with Xbox this time. Oh, wow. You gain. All right. You're going to start with me on a, on a tough question when it comes to that. So, 
uh, crossovers and having having basically mascots from other platforms being playable, kind of like if you look at it in terms of competition, you know, on on the rival platform as well with like third party multiplat games. Um, first off, I I have no problem with this. Uh, I I thought it was hilarious watching Kratos do some of the Fortnite dances. <laughs> I, I, I those videos, and you know, it's funny, Mav. I I checked out your your live stream. Uh, with the whole Galactus thing, yeah, and, man. <laughs> and I uh, and I saw Wolverine with a pink backpack on, and it just irked me, man. I was <laughs> I was severely severely irked at that point in time. But you know, at, at the end of the day, first off, I'm a gamer uh, above anything else. I don't I don't champion for a specific platform. Like I I prefer to play on Xbox. I I, I really like the ecosystem. I like Xbox Live. You know, I have a pretty substantial library here. I have a friends list here. Uh, Xbox Live, in terms of connectivity, has always been really good with me, where I've had PlayStations where that that was a little bit iffy and stuff. So I prefer to play on Xbox, but I I am not going to be that type of person. It's like, well, you know, Master Chief needs to stay on on Xbox no matter what. Uh, when it comes to third-party deals, you know, we see it with Smash Brothers. I think Smash Brothers is really, they really kind of uh, rolled all that out to the masses because Smash Brothers, you know, has a huge, huge community. And of course, when it comes to the characters, man, you got characters from pretty much all all walks of life. You know, you got yeah. I, the first thing I think of is Steve from Minecraft is is in Smash Bros as well. So, um. I really don't have a problem with it. It's up to the companies at the end of the day. And, you know, for anybody out there who, who likes to champion a certain piece of plastic, you know, don't, don't get, don't get mad when these third party deals happen. You know, it's kind of like a neutral ground and it, you know, it's going to get maybe other gamers that didn't know that character or didn't really get into it. You know, they might all of a sudden form a connection with that character and you never know. They might buy your preferred piece of plastic afterwards because they want to play that original story that that character was in. So I, I don't really have a big, you know, it's not a big deal to me. I just want to know if Master Chief is full-fledged going into Fortnite. Because I, uh, and, and, and I'm sorry for anybody who's a fan, I am not a Fortnite fan. I am not a Fortnite fan. And the only way to get me to play that game, <laughs> all right, is to have have, like, gear and characters that I can grind for that are from the Halo universe. So I need an absolute confirmation before I grab a season pass and start playing uh, Bob the Builder Battle Royale, okay? Well, you're probably <laughs> just going to have to buy Master Chief, I think, because that's what you have to do with Kratos. I don't think there's any way to unlock him. I think it's just oh. uh, available for purchase. I'm not 100% on that. Uh, but, but you can just get the Battle Pass right now and play as the Mandalorian. Yeah, I saw which, that. Which that's pretty freaking awesome. Oh, I heard the end of the battle pass, like the 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 biggest thing you get, you get Baby Yoda, right? Yeah, yeah, like you, a get, little yeah you get you get uh, is- spoiler alert, spoiler alert. Everybody Ooh. here, clog your ears if you don't want to know his name. Grogu. Oh yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Oh, okay. I watched the Mandalorian, brother. Yeah, I watched that. Show. I, I didn't. Right. I didn't know what they were saying for like I don't know, like a good half hour yeah. when they revealed his name either. Yeah, that's it's a good show. It's actually, if I was being honest, that's my favorite Star Wars. I mean, I know it's a show, but you know what I mean. Like, it, it's it just tells a, a better story, I think, all in all. Um, 
All right, PTK, what's your thoughts on this, man? You okay with crossovers? You uh, you against like seeing Master Chief on other platforms, Kratos on other platforms? No, I'm I'm 100% cool with it. Like I said, like Xbox said, I mean, he pretty much, I, I honestly don't even need to say anything, but because <laughs> I'm on the show, I am. Um, but no, I like I said before, I mean, the, the reason why it makes sense is for people like Xbox. You, you, you just hear what he said. The only way I'm going to play Fortnite is if Master Chief is in Fortnite. That's the reason why they put him in Fortnite. It's not that big of a deal. Like he said, it's more of a neutral ground. I always, and I know he brought up Smash Bros. as a reference, I always thought Chief should be in Smash Bros. Or why isn't he in Smash Bros., in my opinion? It always made sense, you know, even though I know Nintendo doesn't really share much. Nintendo kind of just gets everything they don't really share. You know, they don't share Mario <laughs> or anybody. That's never going to happen. But it just makes sense from a from a standpoint of, you know, how iconic he is, as well as just, you know, a lot of different things. You know, it, it just it just makes sense overall. And if you're that attached to a piece of plastic, you need to chill out because this is not that big of a deal. There are thousands and thousands of people that play these games that may not have even ever heard of Master Chief at all, you know, or and or Kratos. So it just makes sense from a standpoint. And what, who is it hurting? Who is it bothering that these two characters are, are in this game? You know, if you don't like Fortnite, that's one thing. But don't it's not that big of a deal. It's nothing I'm losing sleep over. It makes business sense. These gigantic tentpole characters are going to bring more business to, to Fortnite and to Epic. I'm sure. You know, maybe Xbox as well as Sony are getting some type of, you know, recoup from that. I, I'm sure it wasn't for free. Um, <laughs> so, you know, at the end of the day, it makes business sense as well. It's not that serious. I love to see more Chief, more, more Chief, more places. I'm cool with that. I don't have a problem with that at all. Yo, Blam, I got to say, when it when it comes to Epic, man, they, they are grabbing from every single pop yeah. culture. Like, and they are just throwing so, everything into this, this game. Yeah. This is the thing. The, the problem with Fortnite is that people... Fortnite is not a game anymore. It's it's a part of the culture. Fortnite is no longer just a video game. That's how I look at it. It's it's as much as a video game as Legos are. It's just Minecraft. It's a part of the it's much, so much more than just a video game. So to have your character attached to something like Fortnite, it, I mean, it's not gonna hurt at all, at all. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it just I don't know. I mean, people people make a big deal about it. They can go do something else, but it's not that big of a deal at all. What's up, Three Bit? What do you think, man? Um, I, I think, uh, well, first off, I, I've taught kids who ha who was obsessed with Fortnite and oh, no. yeah. And they knew all the dances and they knew all the characters and uh, all this different stuff. So I know like what audience that is. It's a very loyal base and bringing Master Chief to Fortnite. Yes, it, it appeals to us as like hardcore Halo peeps of so people who just love Halo, but it also brings a whole new audience for kids who who probably don't even know what Halo is. That's They're true. just like, um, like, oh, what, what's this character, Master Chief? And and you know what? I I think um, I'm not sure when this is going to come out, but I'm pretty sure this was supposed to be a part of the marketing campaign alongside halo infinite um yeah yeah and and like you had you have all this (laughs) you have like the cookies that come with halo infinite you have the monster drinks and the commercials all this stuff stuff was was happening around the release of what was supposed to be halo infinite so i'm thinking the plan was to also just be like also fortnite so the kids who play master chief on 
Fortnite can go and check him out um, right now on Halo Infinite. So I don't know when this is planned to come out, or maybe they're delaying it to sort of match it up with Halo Infinite. Um, but either way, I think it brings a whole new audience to to Halo, and and it's also makes sense because the new Halo Infinite is free to play. Um, so <laughs> that also brings a huge audience to people who who wouldn't have tried Halo to begin with. And Fortnite is free to play. So it's just like, you know, <laughs> it brings uh audiences of why not try uh why not try it out. You know, you know, uh three bit, it's awesome that you say that because when it comes to Xbox, I see them on the business side of things, uh transitioning with the wallet is what I, I've been saying. You know, when it comes to X Cloud, you know, uh the kids that grew up on their mom's like cell phone or, or tablet or something like that, those those kids are getting older. They are now transitioning to the ones with the wallet in the consumer space. They are the ones that are now starting to, to spend more money and, and stuff like that. So it would be a really you know great idea, you know, Sony with Kratos, uh, because they're gonna be doing their own streaming stuff in, in the very near future as well. You know, taking advantage of the small screen that you know these these uh these new consumers are used to playing games on, and and to have Sony with Kratos and uh you know Xbox over here with Master Chief and trying to get them into that new consumer base, those people who are who are gonna be spending the money, and even the younger ones that are like, Mom, Dad, I need this, I need that. You know what I'm saying? Y'all get buy me this, buy me that. If they can get that those names into that consumer kind of like pool as well i mean that you you can see why they would they would put their their characters here especially with what blam said because i absolutely agree with blam it, it is no longer a game it is a part of the culture man yeah i agree it makes I, me feel old that i don't know those dances too <laughs> <laughs> i know i know too many of them I read the, the ones that came out like the first year or two Anyway, yeah, um, oh, yeah, yeah. Hey, so I, do you want to read this comment that Fugly made uh, a little while ago, babe? Because I thought it was pretty funny. Um, I don't know which one you're talking about. I'll, I'll, I'll read it. And so he says, but in a different way to see it, Master Chief can kill Kratos and settle the console wars once <laughs> and for all. <laughs> so we and that'll pl- happen plenty of times, but I'm sure Kratos will end up destroying Master Chief as well. And then they'll do the loser dance over their dead bodies. And that'll well, be and that happened to me yesterday. Yeah. I, oh, wow. My very last <laughs> game yesterday, I was playing a match and uh, I got killed by Kratos and he was just dancing on top of my body. Yeah. But then, but then when Master Chief does that to Kratos, Yoshi's going to come out of nowhere and just eat Master Chief. His tongue's <laughs> going to come out. It's going to swallow him. That's going to be it. Yeah, we yeah. not seeing Nintendo characters anywhere but Nintendo. That's not <laughs> yeah, uh, right. Yeah. So good luck with that. Yeah. So it'll uh, it'll be a spinoff. It'll be like Yishi or something like that. It'll be like a knockoff. <laughs> they are very protective of their IP. That's that's. Oh, yeah. man. I'm yeah. actually surprised to see this. To be honest with you, so I I didn't actually think that Sony would allow it first off, and then um, you know the now that we you know we see the possibility of uh, Xbox doing it. Uh, the last time I think we've seen something like this was like actually with Dead or Alive. Uh, where we saw uh, each oh, platform wow. had their own like mm. mascot and dead or alive, right? Um, yep. But that was even console exclusive. Still, yep, the like you didn't see, you didn't see, you know, 
Master Chief on freaking uh, PlayStation and, and then the PlayStation characters on Xbox. Like, this is new. This is a new thing. And I was actually, when we're, you're talking about that Fortnite stream you saw the other day, I actually mentioned during that stream, like, that this is something that needed to happen. With I didn't even know that it was going to happen at that time. It ended up being announced, like, later that night or the next morning. Like, um, there's no reason for for fun things like this, and especially with, like, Fortnite. Fortnite's cool because in what other world or game can you have freaking Star Wars characters fighting Marvel characters, fighting DC characters, fighting yeah, Borderlands it characters, fighting <laughs> God of War, fighting uh, Halo, you know what I, It's like, it is like a pop culture entertainment hub, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Where everything kind of melds into one place, and and the more they get, the better for me. And these kids that are playing it obsessively every day are, are uh, getting to see characters maybe that they weren't ever familiar with. So for these brands, it's actually advertising for them mm-hmm. uh, for the future to get these kids invested into their franchise. Like, hey, who is that? I'm going to go learn more about that. Oh, wait, I'm playing as Master Chief. Oh, what, there's a game where he's in on Game Pass? You know, oh, okay, let me go learn learn what that is, you know? Um, Halo hasn't had the as much of a relevancy as it used to be, like, the number one thing. Right. Mm-hmm. And now it's, yeah. you know, kind of like how Star Wars, you know, you compare Halo to Star Wars, it kind of disappeared for a little while, but all the older guys talked about it. Right. Then you had like the cartoons started up. Right. And that kind of got those kids back all into it. And it started like this whole Star Wars thing is like, oh, hey, this is still relevant. Right. Then you had the, the newer movies and, and everything like that. So um, there's a reason behind it. I think it's a good thing. And I don't think it, it needs to be just with Fortnite. I think it needs to expand to other franchises, to more things. Uh, there's no reason to to hold everything so close to, to to this. Now, your your main core experiences, you know, keep those exclusive, right? Keep keep those for for your biggest fans to make make them feel like they um, are invested in 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 that device or that platform, and they're rewarded for that, right? So you can still have those things, but when it's just talking about a fun thing like this. Uh, let's see more of that. Let's see more inclusivity with with characters spreading across genres, uh, spreading across uh, different kinds of, of games to other. Uh, see, see, let's see more of it all across the board. What I don't want to see, and and what I uh, I like what uh, one of the guy in the chat, uh, next next level gaming, uh, Peter, he said this earlier. Now let's say something's not relevant anymore, and they're just popping a character out there every once in a while just to kind of keep it relevant or whatever. And they don't have any plans of doing anything with this character re- recently. And he gave the example of like Banjo, right? But my, my example would be Sam Fisher. Mm. They yeah. keep throwing his ass in every single Ubisoft game except a freaking Splinter Cell. And I'm yes. sick of it. Stop, stop teasing me with Sam right? Fisher. Like, yeah. People want a game and they want it so bad and then you keep throwing throwing him out everywhere possibly VR besides an actual it. Splinter Cell game. So like Microsoft definitely has the IP now to make their own Smash Bros and they yeah, man. put him in there. Cuz I mm-hmm. when I think of Sam Fisher I think of Xbox. I don't know if it's the green goggles or uh or the fact that back in the day wasn't Conviction exclusive to Xbox, or which one was it exclusive? Wasn't there maybe a- that's why the, fir- the first, yeah. the first. I think Conviction was actually a timed exclusive, oh, possibly. Okay. But uh, the first three, uh, first four games actually were um, at least exclusive to some extent. 
right? And yeah, then I think they came out like later to PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But yeah, that has that franchise has close ties with Xbox, right? Um, I, I would I would hope that that continues in the future. Um, you know, marketing rights at least or something, just because it, it seems like it fits, right? I think Yo, a lot man. of Xbox fans identify with Sam Fisher. Yo, Mav Chipmunk in the chat. Yo, shout out that to better not be true. He says Sam Fisher might be in bugs. <laughs> Maybe he will, man. I don't know. We see him everywhere. And then they finally announced the Splinter Cell game, and it's a VR game. <laughs> mm. Oh, that man. Hurts. Yeah. It hurts my soul. Um, yeah. Anything else going on in the chat, baby? Nope. Do you want to chime in on, on this at all before we move on? No, I was just going to say, like, yeah, I agree that Fortnite is, like, pop culture now. Like, they're doing, like, concerts in the game. (laughs) They're premiering, like, music videos. And these kids, like, our daughter goes nuts. (laughs) Like, she screams and she she gets on with all of her friends. And, yeah, she's, like, obsessed. Just today, when I was doing my makeup, she came in and asked if we would buy her the latest pack that came out that has, like, um... Poison Ivy and the Joker, and Ooh, it's in like right thirty dollars. Wow, that's expensive. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I was but, like, "Ask your daddy later." Yeah. Well, well I'll, I'll see how cool they look. I don't know. Their um, events are amazing. Yeah, yeah, they are. They are. I've they never are. seen anything like that. Yeah, I, I'm not a Travis Scott, Scott fan. I don't listen to to, to like uh, his music or whatever. Um, but that Travis Scott concert on there, yeah. that event. That was sick. It like, was crazy. Yeah, that, that was, was cool. that was crazy. Like that was one of the best things I've seen in a video game as far as like a community thing. Like yeah. uh, that was mm-hmm. cool, man. We've never seen anything like that. I don't, I don't think yeah. ever on that scale. Like yeah. everybody simultaneously watched this concert all at once. Yeah. And it was amazing. I, I was in the black hole con not concert, but I was in the black hole event and I didn't know what the heck was going on. Cause I uh, when I everything shut down. Yeah, I was playing that day. Like I normally do not play Fortnite, but I was there for that event. And then all of a sudden, I just see this black hole in the sky, and everyone's getting sucked in it. I'm just like, "What is happening?" <laughs> <laughs> that was a great. And then the whole Fortnite shut down, and people were freaking out. Oh, that, our, that lasted for a long it. time. Yeah, yeah. That, that we lasts, were like, like "What days. is going on?" So imagine cool. like this goes a step further and ends up going into marketing for Halo. Like, let's say when like you were talking about, hey, this could have been an idea for marketing. So let's say. Uh, when Halo Infinite is going to come out, let's say they start premiering like the Halo Infinite trailers on like the screen in Fortnite, like in the in mm-hmm. the drive-in theater. You know, there's like a screen there, or uh, in the party royale mode. There's like a there's lots of different skin things codes. that could come I from that. Skin codes for Halo Infinite in Fortnite. Skin yeah, codes, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's going to be a big thing for multiplayer. We saw what was it? Uh, I think it was Monster. There was a couple other. Uh, where they showed the the you know the BR the different uh, the different skins for the different weapons for the multiplayer. So even like Fortnite fans, you know, because I don't think they're going to keep them all kind of like sleek Halo esque and stuff. Because even even Halo Five Guardians, like they had they had a pizza skin for your your assault rifle. They you know they had some they had some crazy skins going on. So I can see them incorporating kind of like if they do a deal with Epic and and kind of have these. Uh, limited uh limited run kind of like Fortnite skins that you can you can download uh for weapon skins in halo infinite as well kind of work together 
business partnership wise, I, I, I think that would be cool. Yeah, yep. I agree. All right. So um, I guess we've done enough of that. So I, I had a little bit of a surprise topic that I didn't uh, want to um, give you all a chance to think oh. about beforehand. <laughs> um, and this was my wife's idea last night. So y'all can <laughs> y'all can thank her for that. Uh, this is what so, we do in bed. Yeah. <laughs> so all right, we'll go around, and I'll start with you th- uh, three bit. Oh no! Kill one. <laughs> uh, battlefield. It's one gotta go. Oh, one's gotta go. I'll say kill one. Oh, okay. Battlefield, Call of Duty, Halo, or Gears. Jesus. Dang. <laughs> um. Wow, I have to kill one. Yo, you got it. One's got to go, man. Right. One, 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 go. Is a, one that you think one of these oh, is man. a piece of trash and it doesn't deserve to be in your life anymore. All right, Blaine, I'm, kill, I'm killing. I'm gonna kill I'm, my YouTube career. I'm killing COD, man. <laughs> You're killing COD. I'm killing, I'm killing COD. They 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 ruined Halo, so I'm, I'm wow. killing them. So Halo may shine again. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it first. Three bit thinks COD is trash. <laughs> All right, let's go with let's go with you, PTK. All right, kill one. Uh, out of those options, those options, yeah. Oh. You got Gears, oh. Halo, COD, and Battlefield. Oh, it's a wrap. COD is out of here. Wow, wow. that's two for COD. COD. So yeah, I mean, it is what it is. You got to go. Yeah. So. yeah, sorry, sorry, COD. Xbot, you your turn, man. You know what? Uh, we are gonna make it unanimous. Oh. Call wow. of Duty go. has to go. Not <laughs> anything, man. Uh, I've tried playing it a couple times. I'm not a big Call of Duty guy. Anybody who follows my channel, follows me on Twitter, you know I am not a COD fan, all right? Uh, I've tried to play it, and I don't know how many 12-year-olds, 13-year-olds have done so many things to my mom. It's been uh, absolutely <laughs> insane. And Yo, just stray bullets hitting me out of nowhere, not even seeing where they are. Like that Twitch shooter, I I am I am not down with. So you put the demographic together with that kind of like Twitch shooter, and it's it's a formula for me to never play that franchise ever. So yeah, no, Call, call of Duty's got to go, man. I think your I, chat I will... agrees with us too, man. Yeah, I'm <laughs> seeing that. Yeah. I, I'm a little surprised. <laughs> yeah. Did you have? Didn't you say? Last night in bed, that everybody would like not pick Call of Duty. Yeah, I didn't think so because it's just everybody plays Call of Duty usually. I, you know what I mean? So I, I would say uh, Gears is is maybe a second. Maybe it's uh, maybe. Uh, well, so that's, we, that's, we, that's, we, a, that's we, a voluntary choice that you just so made. There's the no people going to really talk. Yeah, this is me because uh, for this notice, my two picks are franchises that that has a similar formula for the most part. And they they keep building upon that formula to make a game that people really like. Right. And um, Gears, I think, really, really solidified the third person action adventure game. It's the only third person shooter on this list, actually. But if I yeah. had to choose, it's it's hard. But if I had to, I'd... well, I think the I only know. reason I would I would even consider Gears is because I don't play the multiplayer portion of Gears really at all. I'm not invested in mm-hmm. Gears multiplayer, so it's easier for me to let go of that than Battlefield. I'm more likely to play Battlefield's multiplayer and campaign. I love Gears campaign; is by far one of the better ones. It's probably two after Halo and yeah. the Plus campaign. But 
the multiplayer I do not touch. So I think that's why I was kind of okay. You know, you know, Blam, I am actually right there with you. Like when it when it comes to the multiplayer, I, I'll do horde mode with people. Yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll play horde mode, but when it comes to the the super sweaty competitive multiplayer, I have never been a gears guy. I love the campaigns, especially. Yeah. Especially Gears Five, I thought the the story of Kate, man, I, I I really got into that story. I thought it was I thought it was awesome. I know you know there's there's some haters out there that talk about that story. Some I guess you can say ex hardcore Gears fans that will say you know that Kate's story was was trash. But I I, li- I literally put it as like the the top of the heap for me. I I really got into the story. But if I had to pick a second one, man, uh. You know, I I would I would go with I, I would lean towards gears as well for that multiplayer. I just you know bumping your ass into cover constantly, uh, uh, you know relying on your shotgun and and, and stuff like I I just I never got into the the competitive multiplayer for that. Right on. Right do you on. have a do you have a choice in this, babe? You're on mute. You're on, You're on mute, babe. You're on. <laughs> you can read the lips. <laughs> I would kill gears. Who just, just oh, that easy. Just Wait like a that. minute. Hold on. Wait a minute. <laughs> I just it's it's one I've played the least. Okay. That Fair makes enough. sense. That's that's cool. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, she she she's got she's more into the first person shooters, right? Got not it, not the it. third person, right? Got so but that was vicious. You just without anything added, just I would kill <laughs> gears. That's just what she said. So I I would oh man it, this is a I play all four right uh, begrudgingly <laughs> don't say nothing crazy now Mav come on now wait hold on <laughs> no. I don't want to choose any of them but I have to be real with myself okay right um I Halo's not the choice for sure Halo's never, Halo is <laughs> I, I would I would like. I think everybody uh, would fight. We have to fight. Yeah, yeah we would like. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah. everybody would scratch and claw all the other ones and just like, to, no, don't touch Halo. You can kill all three of them. Don't, 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 don't touch Halo. You know, but um, I think uh, it it would have to be Battlefield. Mm. Okay. Just okay. because the the direction of the franchise the last several years has kind of gone a little bit downhill. And yeah. it's been less enjoyable each iteration that has come out. Point. Um, and the other thing is it hasn't really been since Bad Company. Bad Company had a great campaign. Yes. But since Bad Company, I have not really enjoyed playing a single player uh, version uh, in mode in Battlefield games, um, really. So with that kind of gives me less play, right? And then you know, even though I, I, I'm not saying I don't like it, I, I freaking love Battlefield, right? But out of those four, for me, uh, it would have to go because the other three. Um, now, if you were to say, um, let's say Modern Warfare didn't exist and it was just all the other Call of Duties, then I would say Call of Duty, right? But Modern Warfare, I think, is really good. Like the last year's Call of Duty. Uh, modern, not not this year's. Last year's Call of Duty sa- saved it for me, right? Okay, you deserve another five years <laughs> before I cut you off again. You're so, generous. <laughs> yeah, yeah I, I I'm hoping the next Battlefield is freaking amazing. 
I, I love I love that franchise. I love the big multiplayer battles, right? I love the big open maps. I, I like the conquest mode and stuff, right? Um, I, I like the destructible environments, um, all that stuff. So I, I hope the next Battlefield uh, kind of gets back to um, that feeling, right? Um, and let's see here. Okay, so that was fun. Anything going on in the chat, baby? Oh, yeah, go ahead, 3-Bit. I was just going to say to sort of hint on that last point. I think a lot of like a lot of different games try to copy the Call of Duty formula and yeah. fail. And I, I think um, it 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 sort of makes it so the reason why you like the game in the first place is it sort of starts to get lost in a lot of games. Like uh, like a lot of people who don't like Halo Five is because or Halo 4 is Halo 4 or 5 is <laughs> because they start in- implementing like things from other franchises like ordinance drops and drops and all this different stuff um or even Battlefield um they start to slowly change the gameplay to fit Call of Duty cuz Call of Duty is is number 1 in terms of sales and in terms yeah. of the audience so um only Call of Duty can really do Call of Duty <laughs> I think. Um, and they struggle doing that half the time. So, yeah. <laughs> no, thank you, Blair. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, so. I want to say he- hello to some other people. Notice that we got um, we got Pong Souls in the chat. We got Cyber Gunter. Uh, how's it going? Um, let's see. Froggy. Uh, hey, Froggy. Yes, my wife is from Vermont. Um, and yeah, I see that you live uh, near the border of New Hampshire and Vermont. So that's pretty cool. You're from the same neck of the woods. Um, I know it's cold there right now. I'm glad I'm not in that New England, baby. Yeah, New England, right. right here. Oh, <laughs> we got Leonidas in there. How's it going? Uh, I appreciate all you guys hanging out with us. Um, so let's go into the, uh, the next uh, topic. So this is going to be interesting for you guys because I think this could go lots of different directions here. So I wanted to focus on, you know, we have the Game Awards coming up. Right, and uh, that that's its own show, and uh, it's got its own uh, awards and stuff. But I want to know, what are your guys' game of the year for Xbox? It doesn't have to be first party, right? But what is the game that you enjoyed playing the most on Xbox this past year? Uh, so we'll start with PTK. Oh man, caught me off guard! Jesus Christ! Um, yeah, um, got it, man. So- one <laughs> so uh, the the game i enjoyed playing the most um destiny 2 i be that that was i ain't gonna lie with this new update um Ooh, but is it, you said it was xbox though correct xbox well you know it doesn't have to be first party uh, um okay. now it says a little bit about xbox's first party lineup if none of us end up picking a no, uh, first party no, no, game no, no. I, I i was just making i was clarifying yeah. <laughs> i was clarifying um <laughs> So I would I would go with Ori then. Um, Ori, Ori, yeah, <laughs> I I think easily. I don't I don't even think if you if you go on first party, I don't think it's close. I mean, you some people may say something like Gear, Gears Tactic, but I Ori for sure. The game it's amazing. I mean, it speaks for itself. It's a it's as close as you can get to a Disney movie in a video game. I it, want to be clear, it doesn't have to be first party, but it I, has to be I know. playable enough. I, okay, so cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah no, Ori, I agree Ori, with you. That's a great game. Yep, Ori and the Will of Wisps. Yep. Short and sweet, love it. X-Bot? 
All right. Well, first off, since it doesn't have to be first party, now I was going to say Ori and the Will of the Wisp, just because <laughs> uh, the the emotion behind it. Not only is it one of the best platformers I have ever played from the time I started playing video games. All right, my very favorite game, first favorite game, was uh, Pitfall on Atari. All right, absolutely love that game. So you can tell I like platformers. Uh, Ori. The, the emotion behind the story in that game, even when the characters didn't say anything, the animation, the look in their eyes, like you can, you, you really felt for each and every character and what they were going through. But since it's not going to be first party and Blam said that, and I just wanted to, I just wanted to get my thoughts out there on Ori. I'm going to have to go with destiny Two, And the reason why, from the very beginning of Destiny, they talked about a war between the light and the dark, all right? This year, this year, the darkness finally arrived. We, uh, we had the season of the arrivals into what we're doing now where we're actually harnessing powers of the darkness and using them with something called stasis. Um, but seeing this story unfold, seeing the triangle ships uh, just suddenly appear, and and kind of like uh, the the whole lore behind that because I'm I'm with Lamb on the whole Destiny thing. The lore is incredible. The the lore yeah. is what gets, it's what gets me to play the game. The lore behind the exotics is what gets it, it's what gets me to grind for the exotic as well. And um, we're going into the history of the Exos. Anybody who who plays Destiny two, uh, you know, Cade six was an Exo. Um, and, and basically how exos were made and all that good stuff. That's all in the new expansion now. So you went from the arrivals to all of a sudden you're really getting into what the darkness is doing, the, the fight between light and dark and the guardians. Now you don't just, you're not fixed on a side anymore. You don't just pick the, 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 the powers of the light. There's now a, a darkness power as well. And they are going to add more to that. As they, you know, kind of like expand in their kind of like three year planning. So I, I got to say Destiny 2 and what they've done with the story and evolve that and 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 kind of like getting immersed in what is going on between that that ultimate that ultimate war between light and dark, good and evil. And then everybody in the middle who's like, I don't know, is there a gray spot somewhere in here I can be in? Like, you know. The story and what's going on with Destiny 2 uh, starting this year is really, really good, man. So it seems like they finally got a hold of that, which was always the biggest complaint Like when Destiny 1 was out, um, mm -hmm. is that story was just not where people wanted it to be, um, but they still had the fun gameplay, right? And the grind was there, yeah. but the story was missing. And it seems like with Destiny 2... Um, they've really put in that effort and time and have expanded on it and expanded on it and really hooked people like yourself into that world uh, where they feel like, hey, this is um, worth knowing what's going to happen next, right? Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's Destiny 2 since the update's been phenomenal. I don't know how much you – I know Xbox plays quite a bit. I play quite a bit. I've probably <laughs> been playing that the most out of any game I own currently, probably the last – Really, since the the DLC came out, what, what I need to do? Check my hours on that game. I need to play <laughs> it with you guys because I played it at kind of at, when it launched, and uh -huh. then there was so much that had come out, and I played a bunch of other stuff. And then 
when I ended up going back to the game, which was months later, it was like a different game. <laughs> I didn't know what the heck was going on. I was like standing in a, in a town I'd never been in before. And I was looking around and there's like 20 people with icons above their heads. And I had no idea who I was supposed to talk to or what I was supposed to do. So I, I need I need somebody to walk me through and get me back into um, the grind of what I'm supposed to be doing and, and teach me the ropes again. And then I know I will get it hooked because I love Bungie and I love the gameplay um, with that game. All right, guys, you, you ready to hear my time played in Destiny 2? You, you, you ready? Where are you at? I am at 104 days, 20 hours, and 35 uh, minutes. <laughs> wow. That's not even hours. He, he, said, he, said, he said 104. I was like, 104 hours? Okay, that's not that. He said freaking days. Yeah. That's 2,400 hours. 104 days, 20 hours, and 35 minutes. Yeah. 2,420 days i mean hours <laughs> 2420 hours that is insane i definitely man. have something like that on halo that's that's, <laughs> no, that's really good that's awesome what what's what's your uh game of the year on xbox three bit <sighs> i was like listening to you guys and trying to figure out it, it it's either uh jedi fallen order because it got snubbed for last year like you guys yeah. were mentioning and i then, cut um, off this cheese i hate the fact that they did that yeah that that was like pretty messed up and um or ori i think those two games are beautiful <laughs> ori i i started playing and and uh it, it especially with the update right the 120 frames per second update it's just a beautiful game like i they did such a good job with the animation I, i'm so like picky about animation as an animator and they killed it uh, they absolutely killed it. The world, the gameplay, um, yeah. <laughs> if I had to choose one, I would say Ori, just because it's impressing me right now. But Jedi Fallen Order is right under there. It's, it's very close. Um, and and uh, I think we should also make predictions for who's going to win the Game Awards um, for Game of the Year. I think that it's also an interesting yeah, conversation. Yeah, who, who do you, who do you think is going to win? Who are the nominees again? Go over them again. Uh, I can bring them up real quick. Yeah. So we uh, got uh, Animal Crossing, Ghost of Tsushima, Last of Us Part Two, uh, Hades, and I think there's one more. Doom Eternal is the other one. Uh, so is it who will win or who actually should win? Because those are two different things. Uh, who, who will, will win? I think Last of Us. Last of Us is winning. I think Last of Us will win as well. Who should yep. win is probably Ghost. Yeah, I'll say so, Ghost of Tsushima is going to win. Actually, you know what? I take it back. It's Jeff Keighley's show. <laughs> I'm sorry. I take it back. It, Animal Crossing. Think about it. Animal Crossing is going to win uh, the I, Game Awards. Uh, no, no, it's 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 Jeff Keighley's show. So somehow, some way, Death Stranding is going to win, even though it was is going to win. I don't know how they're going to do it, but yeah, they, they got to bring Kojima. We have moved the timeline back a little bit on what the release date uh, criteria has to be death stranding all right so uh did you have an opinion on what your game of the year for xbox was for last year babe you're on mute again i freaking know i was taking care of it (laughs) um i think uh gears gears Mm -hmm. yeah 
But that's the one you wanted to kill. I know. I just want to see your guys' reaction. Everyone's going to be too nice to you. Yeah, none of y'all said anything. Disrespecting your opinion. Halo? Which Halo Master Chief Collection? Yeah, it's a new game now. It's a new game now. It, it, is. It, it is. It is. You're right. She's right. They have an ongoing category, and Halo should have been nominated for that. There's I, no I, I agree. Yeah. That, I agree. Uh, sure. that update, the players are coming back and drove right ongoing? now. Ongoing needs to go to Destiny 2 for everything that I just said. What are you talking about? <laughs> I, I would vote Master Chief Collection. And, um, and I'm, I'm a huge Halo fan, too, man. I, you know what I'm saying? Well, I am a huge well, Halo fan. I but think I see consider where, where the Master Chief Collection started at to where it's at now, I think that's a bigger leap. And Destiny wasn't in the shape. Master, it didn't have the problems that Master Chief Collection had to be. So yeah, I think they, they, they waited like four years before they started fixing it, too, man. <laughs> <laughs> and it was worth the wait. Ooh, nice. <laughs> nice. I can't argue with that. Oh. <laughs> But no, no, come, come on, man. Destiny Two, like it, it has its peaks and valleys, and right now we are we are sitting on Mount Everest in terms of story, in terms <laughs> of content, in terms of exotics. We, dude, we got an exotic meta rocket launcher again. The last time we had that was Gallahorn. Gallahorn. Yeah. Oh, Destiny, Destiny Two is in the category, so it's it's, it's going to win. I, I just win. checked. It's going to um, win. If you don't mind me asking, three, who else is in that category? Apex Legends, Destiny 2, Call of Duty Warzone, Fortnite, oh, and No Man's Sky. Oh, oh fudge. Yeah. Oh, well, well, I, I think gotta, Destiny 2's got the best chance of winning that. Chance. If yeah, you're actually gotta, asking me. Yeah, if you're asking that question. Because, I, I mean, Fortnite... It's, in my opinion, personally, even though all the cool things that Fortnite's doing, it's actually gone a little bit downhill as a game. But True. but gone uphill in other ways, right? Um, to become something more than a game. But as yeah, far yeah. as being a game in itself, I think it's gone a little bit down downhill, right? I would so, agree with that. Um, Destiny Two, uh, like I said, I need to get back into that. I, I I think it's got a good chance to win. Apex Legends is no slouch, though. That's okay, true. Apex Legends mm-hmm. is a solid shooter. It is a blast to play. They are doing a great job with a uh, consistent flow of new characters. And that when they bring out a new character in that game, it actually makes a huge impact. Um, unlike a lot of games, when new characters on that in that game actually change the game for everybody in a different way than a lot of shooters do. It's a very um, interesting thing they did with when they developed that. And yeah, it, it's it's solid. So... Um, it keeps it fresh. Um, they just came out with another new map, so you know that there, there's a possibility there. But Destiny, Destiny Two, as far as ongoing, what about No Man's Sky. What do you yeah, guys think about? It's uh, changed yeah, so yeah, much. Yeah, I just don't yeah. know if it has the player base. Yeah, you know, that the other four do. I, I I could be wrong about that. Maybe they do. I, I I don't know. But I don't. I just don't see it talked as much about as I do uh, sure. some of these other like franchises. Destiny or, or yeah. like Apex. Yeah. yeah, and I mean. I, have uh apex had me for a straight two weeks when it first came out and then i i never played it again bro i I was hooked on that game uh like like i hadn't been hooked on a shooter um in years uh for about three or four months and before before even season one came out i'd hit level 100 in like a couple weeks right 
And then I, I just played that game like six hours a day or something. It was, it, it was really good, at it, and I got really sucked into it. Then I stopped stopped playing because other stuff had come out and everything. Yeah. But um, you know, when I go back to it, um, it's a fun time. But I, I think you need to play it with friends. Uh, you need to have a, a, a three person squad of people that you that you really. And want I want to give I want to give Respawn and Apex their flowers right now because. Kudos to them for sticking around because people thought they were just going to come and go next to Fortnite. They've stuck around and they've, yeah. I would argue, they've grown in conjunction just as much as Fortnite has. And people thought it was just going to be this fad. Oh, it's cool for now. It's going to go away. They've done a phenomenal job with keeping up with that game and its growing fan base. And it's actually staying, I don't say toe to toe with Fortnite, but it's, it's right there. It can coexist with Fortnite and it doesn't have a problem like some other games that have tempted other, other battle royales are kind of come and going. That one's done a phenomenal job. So kudos to Respawn. Speaking of the Game Awards, uh, Vince Sampella has a history of kind of showing up there and having something. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> uh, maybe this time, you know, he, it, that I think that's where they kind of hinted at Jedi Fallen Order before for the first time. Uh, they so, kind yeah. of went to him in the crowd, and, it, and he was kind of like, "The next game we're making is called Jedi Fallen Order," and that's all he said, right? Yeah. Um. So. Then they had the the Apex Legends thing came out of nowhere, right? It was people hinted at it the day before it was announced. Um, But, you know, maybe I think it's been hinted that they got something to show at Respawn. And I'm I'm more excited for I'm more excited for because we we saw like all the games that are going into Game Pass this month. And then at, at the very end, they were like, "Okay, we'll see you at the VGAs. Like at, at the yeah. end of that, so I'm I'm kind of of course you know I I do prefer to play on Xbox, but I'm excited to see if they're gonna if they're gonna drop some some Game Pass bombs at the VGAs, yeah. and then uh, my brother Randall Thor, shout out to Randall Thor, strongly believes that Xbox will be announcing a brand new game at the VGAs as well. Oh, I think so too, man. I think uh, so too. That's a good uh, chance. We talked about this last week. If you ended up catching the show, that. Um, I think Xbox has to have something there, right? And and I w- they they need to because this is the big stage this year. There's no E3, right? This is the big multi-platform gaming celebration this year without E3, where all the consoles are going to be there. If Sony shows up with like two or three things and 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 kind of wows people, if Nintendo does, and then Xbox shows up without any big surprise or nothing, they're going to get killed. After this show, and well, they can't the let that time, happen again. The last time they were here, we got the Series X news. I hundred percent. They're they're yeah, gonna have so, something. They know yeah. they know how big of a stage this is, and how many people are gonna be watching this year. It, well, it is relevant. With last year, with what Xbox did last year, I mean, it took everybody by surprise. I remember I was watching the show. I was thinking about streaming it on my channel. I'm like, ah, nah. You know what? Are, what are they really gonna show at the VGAs? You know. And then all of a sudden, I saw you know uh, this this build up to to what was coming, and yeah, I uh, as soon as I saw that clear kind of like cube, I'm like, yo, they're showing it. Yeah, I, I yelled for the kids to come into the room, uh, a 17 year old and and uh, 12 year old twins, and they just watched the screen, and I'm like, yo, they are showing the next Xbox. Like I could not believe it. Uh, they Xbox raised the bar for for what they can show at the awards they have the responsibility now 
to have a wow factor at the VGAs because of what they did last year. And Let's they, be real. They got a lot to show um, with as many studios as they have. And also, they know it worked for them last year. That Hellblade 2 trailer ended up going everywhere, right? Yeah. Oh, it killed so it, yeah. the um, success of it was proof enough for them that they, they should have something, I think. Uh, and that's but that's a perfect leeway what you were talking about as the Game Pass uh games hitting uh this month into Game Pass cuz that is the next topic we, we I kept it last because we spent or it's not entirely last but it's close to last. Um mm-hmm. we spent a lot of time talking about this on your podcast yesterday. Uh so I wanted to kind of keep it a little bit shorter uh as far as we go that, on. Is that a- is that is that a warning? No, for no, me it's, to... not, it's, it's not. It's not a warning. It's just that me and you already talked. Me and you already talked about. It. I really want to know what PTK and Three uh, Bit think about this, and, and your thoughts if you have anything else to add as well. Um, but well, they... can I just say something? Yeah, babe. Paul just made a good point in the chat. Uh-huh. He said that nobody is going to be watching the awards because is not the day Cyberpunk comes out. That is. Oh the no, day they'll Cyberpunk be watching. Comes out. Uh, no, they'll, they'll be watching the same day. Yeah, is it? It's probably like tenth. Oh wow. (laughs) Yeah. Well, to be fair, if people don't preload it, they're going to be downloading it. (laughs) Yeah, true. Yeah, that you know that's that that is something to think about. But I think a lot of those cyberpunk uh, fans uh, will be watching and in hopes of some kind of interesting cyberpunk news as well, maybe. And we know we know the Xbox just confirmed like a couple days that Xbox is at the award show, so we know that they're there. Um, there's been rumors, um, and to me personally, and then to my other podcast friends that Hellblade 2 is going to be there, um, which will be awesome. It makes sense. People are expecting it. So So we'll see. I'm ready. Cross my fingers. Check this out. For for the people who are playing Cyberpunk, I got the perfect solution. This is what's going to go on because on my channel, we're going to do a a second screen experience. I'm not going to put... I'm going to have the, the, the actual show going on, the visuals, but I'm not going to put the sound on because of all the music and everything like that. And the way YouTube you know, and Twitch and everything has been crazy with like copyright and all of the music and stuff. But I'm, I'm going to do a second screen experience. So what, what they're going to do is on their computer or cell phone, they're going to have my channel on and they're going to be hearing our reactions. And as soon as something starts to go crazy on that second screen experience on my channel – they're going to switch right over to the Game Awards and see what is going on, and they're going to react with us. See, perfect, perfect solution. Nice. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm also going to be having a stream. I, I, I don't, I'm not technically savvy enough to figure out that craziness, so I'll just be the Game Awards. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Um, all right, so Game Pass games that we mentioned uh, coming in December. It is a holiday gift to uh, all of us, in my opinion, because holy crap, um, that's a lot of games and it's not just a lot of games. It's a lot of good games uh, with a mix of variety, uh, for lots of different people that play lots of genres, giving lots of people chances to try new genres of games that they never would have before. Um, so we, I got a little list here. Uh, we got control. Um, what is fog? P H O G S. That's on this list. I don't even know what that is. It's, it's like a two headed dog that, oh man, I, Dude, if if it's online multiplayer, Mav, yeah, uh, we might want yo. You got to play it with me sometime. Okay, uh, we okay. got Haven, uh, Slime Rancher, yep. yes, your grace, uh, Dragon Quest Eleven. Uh, just quick tidbit: this is a big deal. Dragon Quest Eleven coming to Game Pass is a big deal. It's not only coming to Game Pass, 
But this is a Dragon Quest showing up on Xbox. First time. So this is a big deal with JRPGs. Uh, this is the uh, biggest RPG franchise, I think, in Japan, if I'm not mistaken. So this is a big deal for it to be in Game Pass. Um, and it was a huge game. So don't sleep on that, guys. Uh, it's a bigger deal than even if you're not interested in that game. Uh, it's it's a bigger deal than you might think it is. Another one that people were excited about, I think they showed off at one of the uh, showcases they had this year, was Call of the Sea. That's launching day one on Game Pass. I can't wait for that. Uh, I cannot uh, wait. Monster Sanctuary, uh, Unto the End, Assetto Corsa, Gang Beast, who uh, my daughter loves that game, um, Greedfall, one that I had passed up on, uh, but because I was nervous to pull that trigger and buy it for 60 bucks, but I liked what I saw. I liked what I was hearing. I was thinking about getting it later when it dropped in price to check it out. It was just too much to play at the time. Uh, to invest in it. But now, hey, I was rewarded for my patience. It's freaking on Game Pass. <laughs> I have no excuse not to play this game. Um, Super Hot, Mind Control Delete. Uh, Super Hot is a really cool game, guys. Uh, this is the second one, I, I think. Um, so then we got the platforming ukulele, ukulele and the Impossible Lair. Um, like I said, lots of variety, lots of different kinds of games here. Um yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. So we'll go around and what are your thoughts on, on this list, uh, 3-Bit, and coming in time for the holidays? If people want a Banjo-Kazooie game and you're complaining that Xbox is not bringing it back, <clears throat> you have no excuse if you don't play ukulele because that is pretty much like the predecessor. <laughs> it, it is pretty much Banjo. Uh, it's pretty much Banjo, like modern-day Banjo. Um, it's, yeah, it's made by X Rare employees, man. Yeah, and this oh, one, this why. one though is a little different. This one is a oh. platformer. It's a, it's a little different than the th- than the open world style. This one is like a two D for sure for scrolling. the nuts and bolts yeah. one for sure. But yeah, it's it's a great game. Um, and uh, Game Pass in, in general is just it's changing the way the industry works. We went from like Jim Ryan saying that Game Pass is not sustainable to. We are going to compete with Game Pass <laughs> within you know, like a few months. You know, yeah. um, so did he it, say that just, in the same sentence? He literally <laughs> he said that within like a month, like a few months <laughs> of each other. It's ridiculous. Um, I think Game Pass is just amazing. It's one of the best services uh, we have right now, and um, this is a good December lineup too. And the fact that in twenty twenty one and twenty twenty two, it's going to be even. I can't even imagine because <laughs> all these Xbox game studios are starting to release their games by next year. Halo Infinite, the new Forza, uh, Fable, eventually uh, any Bethesda game. All those are going to game pass day one. And that's just like what in the world? That's insane. Uh, mind blown for sure. Uh, what do you guys think about it? So I guess it was on me next. I think I think I was the right man. Yeah, you go I for was, it, man. Okay. All right, so I mean, I mean, I can't really say much after three bit. I mean, it's it's by far, bar none, the best service um, in gaming at this particular point. Like you said, it's changing the way we look at games. It's, it's changing the way people, you know, purchase games, and it's the it's super. It's just filled with so much value you can't even talk about it. But the lineup, as far as what we're getting, you know, it's it. I had I actually had, and this is kind of piggybacking off what you said three bit. I had somebody DM me said, "Boy, what I sure like to see." If Game Pass actually is working, I said, "Excuse me, have you not been paying attention to anything these last 
you know, two or three years since Game Pass was announced, it's done nothing but grow. Companies don't continue to put their games in Game Pass if they don't believe it. So yeah. if that that answers and if you're going from you know, what five million subscribers essentially every six months or something, something of the sort, or six to seven it's months, fifteen to sixteen million people now. Yeah, yeah, and I'm sure it'll be you know damn near twenty by you know February, March, somewhere around there. So it's it's it, it goes without saying. Game Pass is valuable. It's it's reliable. It's amazing. You get so much from indie all the way to AAA titles. You know. Um, and it, it just it's a no brainer. You know, it, it just makes so much sense, especially as a gamer. Even if you don't like Xbox much, I'd still buy Game Pass, even if I was a PlayStation guy, just in case something came out on Xbox that I actually wanted to play. It's that good of a value. And, and even if I hated Xbox. So it, it kind of goes without saying. But that lineup and it's only going to get better, like you said, as the years go by and these studios pump out games. It. It's it's gonna be like we you think we got a problem now. Imagine 2021, 2022. It's gonna be a problem as far as our backlog. So I'm 100 percent for for more games. Yeah. What's your thoughts, Xbox? I I know we 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 all hammered this home last night, but I know I know we you did. got more to say. We did, and you know the horse isn't dead, so I'm gonna I'm gonna still beat it, man. I'm a, I'm a, yeah. I, uh, yeah, no, I, the, the one point I want to make, and it, it's something that Predator said last night on the show, and, and when he said it, and, and it's one of the reasons why I love doing a weekly podcast, because somebody on the panel will say something, and I'm like, man, I didn't even think about that, and that is absolutely incredible. Predator brought up the fact that in December, for people who do celebrate the holidays, December, you know, 25th, you know, you, you got, you got, you know, people opening presents. Of course, this is a new generation. They got the Series S, the Series X, which comes with, you know, at least three months of Game Pass. So can you imagine opening a brand new console, right? And then, you know, you you, you put in the code for Game Pass and you have all these games. They added 17. I think they're going to add more in for the VGAs. You, you can see why December is probably going to be a huge month for Game Pass every single year besides the fact of the first party which i i agree with as well wholeheartedly and you know i i i've gotten into arguments uh social media and i say arguments loosely because i don't really get angry especially about video games and stuff like that i don't i don't really get upset but uh you know um talking about like bethesda the zenimax uh acquisition everybody's like yo every single one of those games should only go on xbox and i'm like well why because you know, Microsoft and Xbox, they're really touting Game Pass. They want everybody to subscribe to Game Pass. That's that's a, a big thing, man. They they have they have put so much money, so much effort into the service, made it an incredible value and a, a, a really high quality service that even if certain Bethesda games stay multi-platform, you're getting them day in date in Game Pass. Like that would be right there. You know, besides all the other games and, and, and all the other first party, you know, you talk to Halo, Forza Motorsport, which 3-bit, I am, I'm a huge fan of Forza, by the way. So I was really happy when you said Forza. Um, you know, putting that all together and then in, in December, again, for people opening up their presents, getting their brand new system, to have all those games ready to be downloaded on your brand new system, I mean... That that is going to be amazing for so many people around the world this year. Heck yeah, man! It's like when I when um, Xbox bought Bethesda, 
my thought wasn't, ooh, I get to have these and other people don't. Yeah. Right? My thought was, hey, cool. Xbox just spent $7.5 billion to save me money because I'm going to get to play those games in Game Pass. Right? Dude, Matt, yo, Matt, not only that, but, you know, for people, because, again, you know, there's this whole, you know, console war, my plastic better than your plastic type thing going on. But I'm like, you know, when it comes to the staples for Bethesda, why not, you know, have the games that, that have traditionally been multi-plat, keep them multi-plat, make the money on the other platforms as well, bring that money back to Xbox and create more first-party content and stuff yeah, we'll like that. We'll see what they do. I, I personally, I, I don't think they're going to do that. I, I don't care if they do, though, because they're in Game Pass, so I, I win either way. Right, I, I I feel like I, I've I've won. I don't get off by other people not getting to play it. Right, it doesn't do anything for me. Um, but what does do something for me is saving money. And yeah. Game oh, Pass yeah. in the saves camp. me money. I'm in the camp where, and I reiterate this on this multiple times, but I don't think Bethesda games are coming to other systems, but. The thing is, Phil, when Phil's talking about uh, accessibility and uh, within the ecosystem, he's really hammering on what is already available. Like, you can play Xbox games on your phone right now, which is really cool. You PC. can play games on your PC, which before was, like, weird to people. Like, you're putting Xbox games on PC? What? Now it's, like, common to us. So now we don't even really think about it like that. But it's a thing. You know, it, you're accessing a large audience just with that alone. Um, so, yeah, I think um, in terms of accessibility, they're already reaching a huge audience within just that alone. And, and people and, tend to only think about the here and now and the recent past. But if you put yourself three years in the future... The amount of more devices that are going to be able to access Game Pass and at a higher quality than we can now with xCloud. Uh, TVs that are just going to automatically have that app built in right when you right when you mount it on the wall. It's going to have that app built in, and it's going to work great because Internet's going to be better. Uh, broadband's going to be better. Uh, mobile uh, connections are going to be better. 5G is going to be more prevalent. Uh, there's just going to be a better... It's going to be a better program for everybody. It's going to work better. And it's going to be more accessible. You're going to have more like streaming sticks. Maybe Microsoft's going to put them out, right? That That is going to be able to access this content. So you're not necessarily um, keeping something from people when you acquire something like uh, Bethesda and you're allowing it to go into Game Pass. You're actually increasing the amount of people that are going to be able to gain access to exactly. it. Exactly. Exactly. So, um, yeah. That's what some people don't understand, regardless of whichever platform you play for. I don't know 100% what they're going to do. All I know is if you're in the Xbox ecosystem and they do things like that, uh, you just won, right? Yeah, regardless of what they do somewhere else. Uh, I'll, so we're going to go um, on to... Um, do you have anything to add with that, Bib? No. I don't but, really know any of those games, but based on um, name alone... I was intrigued by the Call of the Sea. I don't know what that is. Yeah, yes. does somebody want to explain that to her? 
uh, basically what it is, it's set in the – yo, you notice how fast I jumped on that? I, 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 knew, <laughs> I, I, think, I knew you would. Yeah, I, we need a, me, me and three, but are not saying anything, I promise you. Yeah, uh, it, it's based in the 1930s, and what happens is uh, this lady's husband goes on this expedition, uh, kind of like uh, the legend of kind of like the Mer people and stuff. So he goes to this uh, tropical island, and he disappears. So uh, after a while, his wife decides that she is going to go and look for him. So basically, she's on uh, a quest of discovery. You know, she's on this island basically by herself trying to find her husband. Uh, you know, and then she's coming across like ancient artifacts, puzzles, stuff like that. And she's trying to unravel where her husband is, what happened to him and, you know, where are they going to go from there? And that's pretty much the story of this based again in the 1930s. Uh, it's really colorful, got kind of like a, a, a semi, it's like a cartoony yet realistic looking vibe, kind of like Sea of Thieves in that manner. Mm -hmm. Uh in terms of the look and uh it just it looks really cool and then the at the end of kind of like the trailer they show a, an underwater scene first person view and you see these hands uh of somebody swimming and and you can see they're like like green scaly very artistic like a, a mer person or something like that and it, it that is what really intrigued me like what happened are are, are you gonna like transform into like a a mer person going to underwater uh, underwater world or something like that. But uh, so really kind of like puzzle solving exploration and discovery is, is what's under the hood of this game. It could be a little bit like that Firewatch game. It may be. Yeah. Um, yeah. Firewatch is really good. actually. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You watched me play watched that. It. She, she actually oh. like, really enjoyed that game. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm hyped. I am. I am really hyped for that game. Uh, I, I think it's gonna. It's gonna catch a lot of people by surprise. I think it's gonna be uh, one of those well-made games that, for people who do play it, it, it'll stay in their memory for a long time. Yeah, I see you were trying to chime in there, three bit. Shoot, what was I gonna say? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I put you on the spot. Oh, uh, yeah, I, I was just saying it, I got some Bioshock vibes as well. Yeah, from the the trailer. Brother, me too. Yeah, me too. That's what really got me at first. I'm like, yo, this looks like a not as dark, not as sinister, you know, not talk, you know, not rapture and, and stuff. But there's there's a certain Bioshock type vibe to it in in the exploration and stuff. Because I remember the first time I played Bioshock, man, I wanted to go everywhere in Rapture and find out everything, like the world just intrigued me so much and i and i got that same feeling from watching that trailer for call of the sea so i can't wait for it to come out man yeah i think what grabbed a lot of people from that was uh just immediately they noticed the art style and how pretty it was and we're just thinking okay i want to be in that world right so whenever you whenever you nail the aesthetic like that and the mood and the vibe of a, of a game um you know you're onto something and it, like, for example, another game that we're all intrigued by because of that very reason, but know nothing about is Everwild, right? Yep, absolutely. Yep. They've they've yep. nailed the aesthetic. What kind of game it is? It's beautiful, <laughs> and we all are like dying to be in that world. Yeah. We want to be there. Like we want to we want to take control and explore, but we don't even know what we're supposed to do yet when we when, when yeah. we grab that controller. Right? I don't think Rare Rare knows. I don't think they do either. We'll, we'll, uh... we'll find out, man. I, I hopefully hopefully they do. Hey. You know, that game's been in development for a while. Maybe they've nailed that idea down, and maybe that's something we'll see at the Game Awards. That would be cool. It could be. It could be. That's one we never think about. 
right? Yeah. For some reason. All right, so th- just as we do every week, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to end this show with the Game Pass Game of the Week. Dun, dun, dun! And this week, we have a new addition to Game Pass. Uh, I have already mentioned it in this list. It is a game that was Game of the Year to many media sites and people that have played it um, just a year ago. Uh, the game recently has come out with DLC in the form of an Ultimate Edition and is getting a next-gen update in a, another version. But the base game that uh, came out last year was just put into Game Pass, and I am talking about Control by Remedy. Mm-hmm. And I think this is a game that deserves attention. Uh, wildless in Game Pass, you got to hit it while it's hot. Strike while the while the fire's there. I don't know what I was going to say. But anyway, <laughs> you need to strike now. Play that game. Um, it is a. I started playing it the other day, and I was like, okay, I slept on this thing. You know, this is oh, a yeah, freaking good game. This is a not just a good game. This is Remedy at their best. Ooh, um, it has ooh. like Metroid kind of elements to where you're going around exploring. You do things. You unlock abilities. You go. I mean, um, it, it's it's pretty freaking sick. Okay, the mood, the environment. The, the aesthetic, like we're talking about there, it, it, you get a, you get immersed. Um, it's easy to get lost in the game, and the hours will slip by. I had to force myself to stop because I bought the Ultimate Edition because I knew it was getting the next-gen update. Otherwise, I went ahead, went, went ahead and uh, beat it. But um, then the next day, they announced it was coming to Game Pass. So did I feel like a fool? No, I feel like it was worth it. Uh, I got it for nineteen ninety nine, so I get all the DLC. So you guys don't I with the Game Pass Edition, say, uh... but that's okay. <laughs> Um, what are your you guys' thoughts? Like oh, you it. <laughs> so we'll we'll start with Xbox uh, Xbot on the. Um, I just call you Xbox now. <laughs> we'll start with uh, Xbot on the Game Pass Game of the Week um, with Control. And do you, is there another game that you think should be highlighted for Game Pass? Do you want to shout out there? Well, uh, well, first off, with Control, I got I got to shout out my brother Wilmy Hood. Shout out to Wilmy Hood because. He was kind enough to buy me that game when it dropped. And, uh, you know, for anybody who knows him in the community, he is just that type of guy, man. He's always about the community. He loves making, you know, uh, people laugh with the memes and stuff like that on social media. But not only that, man, like uh, he, he will he will just uh, drop a game. If he knows that, you know, you're, you're really into a game and for some rhyme or reason you can't swing it, there is a good possibility he will help you out. So shout out to him for that and, and hook me up with the copy of the game now with that being said man uh yo this game now i have not beat it all right i i am i i do that whole math thing as well where like i'll play a game and then other games will come out and you know you got to go and try those and stuff and with single player games i i love the fact that you know the story stops until you go back and start playing it again so you know i do a lot of multiplayer stuff uh, especially destiny 2 uh, crucible getting into raids all, all that good stuff but um the vibe that you get from control and and what's going on and kind of like the mystery behind the building that you're in and and kind of like seeing the building shift and and uh just the, the vibe it, it reminds me of like a, a 1960s sci-fi movie but with way better kind of like effects and stuff, you know, effects for today. And, and, you know, seeing kind of like the layout of the building, even 
even some of the you know the art deco you know the 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 office uh the office desks and everything like that i i get a real sense of like a a 1960s type environment but sci-fi and then like stuff just hits the fan and and uh to have kind of like an upgrade system for your weapon a perk system for your weapon and your character and and really being able to cater like to to really you know get your your player to cater to how you like to play the game but still keeping the story intact and and that's something that I don't think a lot of developers get like when you can when you can customize your character to play how you want to play I feel like sometimes the story will get lost in in how you want to play but with this game the story always stays front and center you're always intrigued there's always a mystery right around the corner and you're always wanting to explore more and figure more out about what's going on this is a high quality game to have in game pass and i think it'll hook a lot of people who who you know in the beginning just pass by control you know uh either something about the look because i believe somebody off air was saying that you know it could look a little foggy and uh, a lot of that has to do with the uh the the game's engine that the game is built on it is a very high demanding game when it comes to hardware uh, but at the end of the day, if you want story, you want immersion, you want mystery, you want just an overall kind of like sci-fi coolness. I, I, I think you deserve, you deserve to try this game. Definitely download it and play it. Yeah. It also uh, slipped under the radar for a lot of people because it's published by 505. So it's not like it had the huge marketing budget, like remedies games that they did with uh, Microsoft or anything like that. So <laughs> maybe a lot of people just haven't really paid attention to it yeah uh so yeah. what do you think uh three bit uh i guess you, you could say um you guys like how this game controls but what a smooth one man that was nice <laughs> um no uh i played this game on the xbox one as he was referring to me like i um stopped playing the game because of how amazing it is. And I know how weird that sounds, um, but I wanted to experience the game at its full fidelity, at its full quality. Like I legit just stopped playing the game. Like this is really good. I'm going to stop playing now. Um, and uh, really waiting for that ultimate patch in 2021. And, um, and what I, what I played for, for the most part, it does remind me and, well said, Xbox. <laughs> in terms of, of of how you uh, was talking about the game, but it it really reminds me of like the nineteen sixties in a way, um, and it it has that vibe of of like uh like uh older films and and has like inspirations from um just like uh, the art style is just beautiful, and and it has like the red rooms and 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 Metroid in a way, um, which Mav was saying where. There's are there are areas in the game where are kind of locked and you walk past it and you're like oh I can't reach that area yet and then later you can access that area um, without spoiling much in the game it, it, it's just, it's very fun to play it's remedy at its best um, when I associate anything with remedy I associate physics right I, I associate really fun gunplay and just um, this is a good time so I think people are going to enjoy it if you haven't played it already. It's in Game Pass. Check it out. Um, you know, 
three bit, just real quick. You know, one thing I'm really impressed of, and and you said you had to stop playing, but I I, I can almost guarantee you saw this. The amount of destructibility, like yes. when you're fighting enemies, like seeing the papers fly off the desks, holes going into the te- desks, the uh, foundation pillars getting chunked off as you're shooting them and stuff like that. I, yo, the the entire the entire environment, man. You you can lay waste to the whole thing in in a certain way. Not not in terms of like the whole foundation coming down and stuff, but dude, what what did you think? Were you impressed by like how much? like stuff was flying through the air like when you were fighting when you were shooting at things that were coming at you man i was impressed on the xbox one s that's that's where i'm coming from like mm-hmm. i was impressed with the graphics at that level and um even though like it looked a little blurry in some areas and stuff like that the graphics on the xbox one s impressed me so that's why i was just like yeah i need to <laughs> i need to experience this in its highest quality that possible uh, I don't like playing PC, so that's going to be the on the Series X. <laughs> you can so, actually uh, like bump into something that would usually be like a uh, non-physics based object, right? Just thinking it's supposed yeah. to just be there. You bump into it, and it'll like it'll like fall apart, right? <laughs> it'll like <laughs> it'll like fall into pieces because you hit it too hard on accident, and you're like, "Whoa, I, I didn't know that was a uh, movable object." That's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah, and I, I get Stranger Things vibes also a little bit from it. Um, and I saw in the chat, uh, somebody said um, X-Files. Cyber yeah, X-Files. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah Cyber said X-Files. X-Files, and I'm, I'm probably going to show my age a little bit over here. I'm slightly over 40 when it comes to this, but uh, Twilight Zone. Yeah. You'd be kind of yep. rolling all yep. together. Damn, dude, you stole exactly no. what I was, I was just going to say. That. <laughs> hey, hey go, with, go with Tales from the Crypt shop. tradition between me and you, man. You, yeah, you, man. If I'm on the shop, if you're on next, you know I got to steal something from you. <laughs> yeah, PTK, go with Tales from the Crypt. It was a better show. I know, right? Uh, uh, Minus my, my the fucking skeleton guy. But, um... <laughs> <laughs> But um, yeah, no, I I agree with all the assessments, and this is I'm I'm not gonna be a fraud. This is a game that I I didn't say I won't say I ignored. I didn't ignore it. It came I believe it came out at a, a time around another big game if I, if I remember correctly because it 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 didn't really get as much push. It, it was almost damn near stealth. It just came out. And it came out. Um, and I know there was some drama around the game as far as like Sony and you know all these other things, but ultimately the game itself is phenomenal. Like they said. Remedy is a high, high quality studio. I feel like Quantum Break was almost a beta for Control. Like some of the things they wanted to achieve in Control that they actually were able to perfect. That they kind of started in Quantum Break and they kind of fleshed the ideas like 3Bit was saying about the physics and how, you know, different parts of the environment, you know, interact with you, things like that. They also were in Quantum Break, just not to the degree that they are in, in, in Control. So like you said, you know, Twilight Zone, if you like, you know, puzzles, if you like, you know, just mind, if, I, if you don't mind, mind fucks, you know, things like that. Like, it's a it's a very high quality game. The story, storytelling's there. Um, I, I don't have the new systems yet, so I, I'm, I can't, you know, I, hopefully I get to that point three bit and I can get those upgrades and see exactly, you know, how, how beneficial those are. But yeah, don't, don't pass on it. It's in Game Pass. No reason not to play it. I know the game didn't get a whole lot of shine. A lot of people just, you know, didn't, didn't really pay attention to it when it came out. But Definitely do yourself a favor, go download it, play it. It's a phenomenal game. How long would you guys say the game, the, the actual game? Well, you guys haven't beat it, but I know um, XY, you beat the game, correct? I didn't beat it, but I, I'm I'm pretty far into the game, man. What if, about you? If, um, go, I'm sorry, go ahead. 
No, if you want, uh, since I still have my Xbox on here, let me. Uh, I'm gonna go and and check out how much time I have in the game. Did you beat right, it, man? So Crossfire X, you guys. That's their next. Uh, that's game another. Day. Yeah, they're that's, doing the campaign portion, I believe. Right? I stopped playing it for the same reason that Three Bit did, because okay. I have the Ultimate Edition, and it's getting the next gen update, and it was so freaking good. <laughs> and it's, it's a weird, single player right? game so that good. I'm like. Okay, I have to be responsible with myself right now. I have to put the brakes on because I was so sucked in. I I was I could have sat there and kept playing it like and, and not yeah. stopped. So yeah. I I you can actually watch it on my stream. I, I was having a blast. I was I, I could you can say be okay. I'm going to play this game. I'm like oh my god, this is a good game. Holy crap! You know, and That's I got really something. into it. And then it's like That's I look at the clock and it's like two hours later, and I'm getting really into it. I'm like okay, um. Be patient. This is going to get a lot of enhancements from from Remedy, and it's coming. So I, I'm gonna I'm gonna play it then. But what and I experienced either it's it's not easy, man. There there is a nice there is a nice difficulty curve that you feel you feel an accomplishment. Like when when you go through a room of enemies, like when you first get in there, you're like you can almost feel overwhelmed. You start using the powers and stuff that you have. There's there's a sense of accomplishment there that like it's not it's not a cakewalk to just go in go in and, and tear everything up. There there is some some strategy there, there is some thinking, and I, I, I like that, man. I like when there 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 is a sense of accomplishment. And I I'm not like I, I've never tried Dark Souls or anything like that. So games that absolutely hammer you, I'm I'm not the biggest fan of, although I do like Ninja Gated, but the 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 difficulty arc that's in control is really, really nice, man. It, 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 you get it, you get a feeling from it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. I, I think it, Matt hit in on the dot where, where, um, the the fact that we both had the analogy where this is too good to play, I'm stopping. <laughs> um, it says a lot to the game's quality. So hey Blam, Blam, check this oh. out. I think you're dealing with a couple next gen elitists right now when it comes to control. Like they gotta play it. You guys, one day have, you guys will understand. I don't have to <laughs> I'm sorry. Uh call me impulsive. I, I have to do this for other things, but not a great game. I but listen, I, I'm gonna finish this thing or are we gonna get as close as possible to finishing before I have to pass out. So that's kind of how I am with a really good game. And I don't play, to be honest, I don't play very many single player games. I'm just not that guy. I play a few here and there, um, but I'm more of a co-op multiplayer kind of dude. That's why I enjoy the destinies and the divisions and you know anthems and things like that because you know you get a little bit of both. You can play single player and not feel bad, do a couple things and jump off. But uh, that's a, the control is a phenomenal game. I definitely sat down, you know, played quite a bit of the game. It was it's amazing. Uh, you just do yourself a favor, go play it. Well said. Anything you want to add before we wrap it up, babe? Nope. All right. So this has been an amazing show. Um, we're going to wrap things up. I'm going to do the outros here. I appreciate everybody in the chat uh, for hanging out. Um, another fun time. Uh, yeah, y'all got you guys are just having some great conversations in the chat. I love to see that. It's all positive too. Uh, no drama. We're just keeping it cool. Talking Xbox. Talking games. I love to see it. So we're going to start with 3-Bit on the outros. And I want to know, 
where can everybody find your amazing videos and your content? Hey guys, so you guys can follow me um, on YouTube. It's the Video Games HD, and um, on Twitter, it's the BGHD. So I make all types of different videos on there, um, and uh, you'll soon see all my behind-the-scenes stuff for like animation. So I'll be doing that soon. Ooh, that's cool. You're gonna be doing some like uh, drawings and stuff like that. Like, yeah, um, I'll be kind of just talking about like what I do um different projects i've worked on how it applies to the industry all that cool stuff <laughs> yeah this is a man on the inside right here guys he, he keeps it quiet with with some of his stuff but i think he's secretly working on some pretty cool stuff that he just like can't <laughs> say like, he's probably knows he probably knows a he's lot more than his, he can let on he probably knows what talk. he already knows yeah. what's going on the whole lineup yeah he's like this is stupid i'm sitting here talking about this stuff. i already know everything i just can't say it you know but hey, he's just putting on a face, you know. Yeah. But no, he's a cool guy. Everybody, check out his videos. His videos are awesome. Uh, really good, well-made quality videos on his channel. Uh, all right, Mister PTK Blam, the <laughs> Shop Podcast podcast veteran. Where can people find you and your amazing content? First and foremost, I want to appreciate. I want to say thank you for you, Mav. And your wife, you know, for having me on the show this evening. Appreciate it. We had a lot of fun chat. You guys are freaking amazing. Three bit. I actually just followed you right now. So you are on my radar. You are now you now have to come on my podcast. You don't have a choice, my dude. (laughs) (laughs) You don't have a choice, my dude. So it's so Mav, you always know the door is open, buddy. So you always got a Mav got a hall pass. So I appreciate you. (laughs) Uh, as well. But uh, either way, you guys can find me, uh, host of the Shop Podcast. Shop Podcast will be live tomorrow, 6 p.m. every single Saturday, 6 p.m. Um, Mountain Standard Time. Let me be exact because um, people get it all screwed up. Um, so, yeah, I appreciate you guys having me here on the show. Um, Mav, this is amazing. You're doing a phenomenal job with the podcast, brother. More good luck to you. More good graces, man. There's a lot more coming your way. Um, so thank you again, man. I appreciate it, man. And then we have xbot448 another long time podcasting veteran he's got two shows back to back nights tell everybody where they can hear your amazing podcast and uh everything that you have to say mr xbot448 nice well matt first i i gotta know can i borrow that hall pass to the shop because i haven't <laughs> been on in a while man and i, and I miss those guys and i I want I want to go hang out and talk games with them as well because like I'm hopefully hopefully I got a job interview on Monday and I can get off of these weekend uh, the the whole weekend job that I I've been doing and kind of get into something more Monday through Friday so this way I can free it up and actually be on the job so we'll we'll talk we'll talk you know uh, behind the scenes about letting me borrow that that pass for the shop bro but uh dude thank you for having me on man I had a blast yo talking of course with. PTK Blam, which I've known for a long time, man. Oh, and yeah, I, I I could talk games with this dude for, for hours. <laughs> I swear. Like it, it's just a, a natural thing, man. Always love talking games with him. Uh, you know, when it comes to three bit, dude, I, I added you on Twitter. If if you could please add me back and we could get DMs going, man. We could talk about things and uh see what's going on. I know, you know, you're already booked for the shop. You don't you didn't I'm necessarily not, yeah, you gotta get it in early. <laughs> Yeah, you know, he didn't know that yet, but you know, down down the line, there is a there is a show called the Next Podcast, which is on my YouTube channel, and we would love to have you on as well. Uh, it, it gets a little crazy over there. You can ask Mav; it does. 
it, it does get a little yo very I get a little tri- I get a little triggered in his chat sometimes man. <laughs> I'll, I'll be I'll be trying to pay attention to the chat and somebody will say something I uh, pay attention to the podcast somebody will say something in the chat and I'm like what did you just and say that, no yeah, yeah. <laughs> they can't have this <laughs> throw my headset so, off I, I have to make you a moderator give you a wrench man so this yeah. way you got some power in my chat you know because you're like dude don't say that I I saw that man. And, and great job as well, man. But, uh, dude, I had a lot of fun. Again, small YouTube channel named Xbox 448 I actually try to keep everything very, very simple. So if you want to add me on Xbox Live, it is Xbox 448 If you want to add me on Twitter, it is Xbox 448 Pretty much anywhere. If you want to see I'm there, you just type in Xbox 448 And if I'm there, I will pop up. Uh, yo, Mav, I had a blast, man, and uh, I would love to be on again if, if there is a chance. If I didn't I, – I don't think I talked too much tonight, man. I kept, I kept it kind of conservative. I, I, I held it back a little bit, you know, just for the fact that hopefully I can get an invite again in the future. I know, man. Everybody on here right now is definitely uh, 100% welcome back to the podcast. I would love to have you guys. This is uh, Three Bits' actual second time here because I love them so much. I was – he was nice. he was playing quiet with me on the DMs. I was getting worried, I was thinking he was gonna he wasn't gonna be here, but no, he pulled through. He showed up, man. I appreciate it, dude. Um, and then, babe, Caitlin, yes, honey. Where can uh, everybody find you? You can find me on Twitter at CaitlinX0615, and here with you on Fridays. Yes, and hey, I saw that pot roast, Caitlin. I'm, I've been holding. I've been holding that back. <laughs> I've been holding on to that. <laughs> and we're gonna be playing Master Chief Collection tonight, uh, everybody. What did we decide to I'll call this that. thing, babe? Oh, I have it in my notes. It's like Ultimate After phone. Party or something like that. Or Ultimate oh, After Hours. Oh, Ultimate baby. After Hours, baby. Yeah, we're gonna be playing some games. Uh, we're gonna be. We're gonna call. Uh, we're gonna be playing Master Chief Collection tonight. Uh, a little bit right after the uh, podcast is over. So anybody that wants to join us, hey, open party. It's open. Join us. It's going to uh, be a blast, guys. Yeah, just don't play with 3-Bit because he will headshot your ass to death. Um, <laughs> craziness there. Uh, he's he's a pro. So uh, I, No, I actually have more fun when we play with him. No, I agree. 100%. Because whenever I kill him, like... I feel really good about myself. He's a, he's at least a positive, good sport when he's annihilating you. you know? Yeah, he definitely is. So like it's not as annoying, you know. But yeah, I appreciate again everybody tuning in. Uh, we'll be here again next week, and then the week after, and then the week after, and the week after. Keep it going. Who keep it going forever? Who knows? I'll be like eighty sitting here doing this podcast, Xbox Ultimate Podcast. <laughs> All right, guys. Thank you. Have a good one. Bye, chat. Peace out. Bye, guys. Peace out, everybody. Later.